how's it going welcome back to another episode of so good so far podcast i'm nicole i'm jackie and today we are going to be doing an episode about sleep hygiene we'll get into that later but first we're gonna do some much needed conversation about how crazy this weekend has been and the fact that we finally got results yeah on the election Nicole and I recorded this a few days ago. We recorded the episode and we ended up having to re-record because so much had changed in, what, like four days? Yeah, well, we recorded we recorded on Friday and Saturday yeah. morning um, the election was called. Yeah, so it had been a crazy weekend and... Yeah, so we figured new intro... We already did the episode about sleep hygiene, so we're going to throw that in for you guys to listen to. (laughs) It's going to be great. But if you just like the life updates, just that's that's who we did it for. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, as everyone knows now, Biden was called as the winner of the presidential election on Saturday morning. Were you asleep when it was called? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh It was the only time I've ever woken up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot we talked. I woke up three hours after I went to sleep because so many people were texting me and i was getting so many you were getting so many texts because i turned my twitter notifications on for the election oh my gosh (laughs) which is a horrible horrible idea bad idea bad call yeah so i mean in our last intro we talked about like how obviously the results took so long yeah as everybody knows i thought it'd be really funny if i like woke up today and tweeted is it over (laughs) (laughs) did they call i've been asleep this whole time (laughs) um no yeah on set so we recorded friday night and then Saturday morning, I got up super early to go to Trader Joe's, and as I was walking over to Trader Joe's, I got the news app notification on my phone, and I had my mask on, so I couldn't do Face ID, so like I couldn't open it right away, so I could just see that it was the notification from the news app, but it didn't say what it was, and I was like, I already know what this is, so I knew that when I got that one on Saturday morning, I was like, oh my god, they called it, and I was so excited. I went into Trader Joe's. And there was a lot of people there. It was literally 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. And and I could just tell everyone was in such a good mood. This guy was standing in front of me. And he had to, like, set his basket down and, like, go grab one more thing. And he was like, I had my headphones in. I was listening to a podcast. And he was like, do you mind if I set this down? And, like, I'll be right back. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like, go ahead. You're totally fine. And he came back. And he was like, how's your day going? And I was like, it's great, honestly. And he was like, I'm just having such a good day. Did you see they called the election? And I was like, I saw, like, I'm so excited. And he was like, I don't want to say it too loud just in case there's any Trump supporters in here, but I bet they're not even coming out today. And I was like, oh but, my gosh. I mean, you were in Denver. I was in Denver, yeah. So I was 86% like... 86% or something like that. Yeah, it was really a really high Biden. percentage. I wasn't super worried about it. I mean, not that I'm, like, so worried. It's not like we were dragging Trump supporters. Like, that's not what we're here to do. <laughs> but... It was a witch hunt. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. He was just so excited and... Obviously, so was I. And then the cashier was, like, in such a good mood. and It's honestly was... more, like, relief. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, you know, no one like, was, I'm... like... No, the feeling of this election was very different. Because did you see all those videos where it was, like, New York mm-hmm. going crazy? Oh, or, yeah. Like, other cities, and it was, like, all over. And it, I was downtown Denver that night, and people were honking a bunch. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone was just, yeah. like, celebrating. It was yeah, really cool. which, like, that doesn't... I feel like that hasn't happened in other elections. Well, maybe it has. I feel like Obama, people were, like, really yeah, pumped about it. Yeah, definitely. Because that was, like, a huge election yeah yeah this is so awesome we have the first woman as vice president and woman of color which is absolutely amazing so exciting yeah regardless of what you feel about harris that's just yeah that's just like a huge step 
what she stands for going forward. Yeah, what it means to have a woman in office is just like, wow, woman can be anything. That's yeah. lovely. It's truly amazing. Yeah. So you were in bed. You were like just here when you found out. It was just like people texting you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just at home sleeping because I, my sleep schedule had basically switched to being nocturnal. Love that. And I had kept going to sleep like when I wake up, we better have a damn president because I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Every single time every you single went to night, sleep, yeah. you're like, and well, not even night. Every morning when you went to bed, I'm to bed. I was like, we better have a damn president. Like I'm not getting up if we don't have a damn president. And then finally, I woke up and my mom was texting me like a hundred times. My roommates were texting me. It was one of the only times I've ever woken up from sleep because um, I just <laughs> one of the only the times I've ever woken up. <laughs> <laughs> one of the few times in my life no i sleep like a dead person did you sleep more for that or did you stay up yeah and, like, I was, start like, celebrating? Sweet. and then i went back to sleep and then my parents called me because they were like we're gonna go get, go get lunch downtown i woke up and joined them downtown i kind of this like patio and so i joined my parents and my dad was already like two beers deep and i was like "Ooh, this is gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting <laughs> and um everyone was beeping around us and there were, like, people holding American flags walking by, which, like, oh, obviously people. the election was very close, which is concerning still, but I feel like it's just one big sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And for everyone, the reason why it was relieving was different, but, yeah, for me personally, I just felt like it was a sign that the American people ha- still have a little bit of control over their own mm-hmm. democracy. Yeah. Um, as we should. We should a- as we should. Full control because over the people, democracy. The people should absolutely have control. Yeah. yeah. So me and my dad were just drinking a bunch and he was like, we should take tequila shots. And if you know my dad, you know, he's a tequila man. <laughs> Love that for him. So we were taking tequila shots and I was drinking beer. And because I'm allergic to hops, it gets me like it gets me extra fucked up and so i tweeted for every like this gets i'll drink one beer and 14 people liked it oh no <laughs> don't worry like, I couldn't. so <laughs> after six i was gone like blackout and i haven't been blackout for years probably yeah i can't even remember the last time that i've been blackout drunk but my parents dropped me off at home and then I was like you know what I gotta do right now is go get some more beer don't know why I did that and I went to go get a 12 pack I was extremely drunk in the liquor store not a great place to be drunk not great they're gonna be like they don't like that they're like we should not be selling you this but I kept it together enough for me for them to sell me a 12 pack a 12 pack (laughs) why I got a 12 pack I did not need a 12 pack I didn't need any I got home I didn't drink a single one oh my god but someone let me rent a bike oh you looked at me like someone and I was like that was not me (laughs) someone let me rent a bike which is obviously you know from 
the scooter story that I don't have great luck on <laughs> motorized people. And now she's drunk as shit. <laughs> I'm literally drunk as shit. I don't know how I didn't crash, but I was swerving so much. That's all I remember. How far away was the liquor store? Oh, it's really close. It's like oh. a, it's like a 12-minute walk, so it's Oh, like, like a five-minute bike ride. But, like, it, no, you it was definitely, get... it was definitely, like, a ten-minute bike ride because of, I got really lost. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, I get home, and I just, like, we have a porch swing, and I just, I'm just out there on the porch swing, like, sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> but were you happy? I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, I was just drunk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, what, what about you? How did you celebrate? Yeah. So after I found out, I I had to go to work um, at the restaurant that I work at, which was kind of a bummer. But after that, I just went and got a couple drinks with a few friends and then went back and just like had some more drinks at my friend's apartment. I was so tired, though. Everyone was like up playing drinking games. There was like six of us, I think. And I just went and passed it on the couch at this like random guy's house. I didn't, I didn't know him. And apparently the game got so crazy. They were playing four corners. So the goal of the game actually is to drink more. Where usually in a drinking game, it's like, oh, if you lose, you have to drink. It's like in this game, whoever finishes their beer first wins. And so, scary. yeah, so they got absolutely trashed. I wasn't really that drunk and I just fell asleep on the couch because I was so tired from work and I had gotten up early to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> so it was... Yeah, apparently they, like, ran into the couch that I was sleeping on. They're like, we cannot believe you didn't wake up. I literally passed out for like, two hours. <laughs> yeah, I went so hard. I, I celebrated so hard, guys. I slept. <laughs> I was so tired. But um, then, you know, the next day I just literally laid in bed all day because I kind of was hungover. But I stopped drinking, like, hours before I went to bed. I stopped drinking at, like, 11.30, and I went to bed at, like, 5 a.m. So I laid in bed legitimately all day, and that was it. The main thing we wanted to talk about in this intro, <laughs> which is the funniest fucking thing that happened out of the entire election, out of this whole week, was that, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but <laughs> the whole Four Seasons thing, <laughs> I cannot, it gets funnier every time I say it. <laughs> every time we talk about it, it gets funnier. Basically, if you don't know, what happened was that Trump tweeted that they had booked a press conference at the Four Seasons in Philadelphia. And the Four Seasons tweeted and was like, we do not know anything about this. This is not the case. We're not affiliated. And then they held this press conference at Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Philly. And this place... I'm so sorry. This place is in like a strip mall or something. In between a sex toy shop and a crematorium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this like kind of warehouse looking. It was clearly someone screwed up. A sex shop and a crematorium. That's just that's just adult life. But, I mean, well, <laughs> we're all just between a sex shop and a crematorium. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> technically, we are. And so they have this press conference. <laughs> Like at the in the back parking lot of like this landscaping company, and like I guess the garage that goes into this to the building, they just put like a bunch of Trump signs on it. <laughs> like, how can we make this look any better? It was so funny. I just want to think about like that person in the White House 
who they were like, all right, book a press conference at the Four Seasons in Philly. And they were like, okay. And they called this Four Seasons Total Landscaping. That's the number they got. And the landscaping place was like, all right. It's just amazing. And just, there's just so many parts to this because it's like, one, that someone could be so stupid to do that and that the landscaping company was like, you want to use our property? <laughs> okay, well, I guess. They're like, we cannot wait for the press to come out about this. Maybe they're just like, I'm so honored to have President Trump. Like, they, I mean, they must have been Trump supporters, do you think? Maybe. Or maybe they were just like, this is hilarious. No chance this is what they meant to book and we're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> either way, it's, it's funny. Either though. way, it's hilarious. And, and then what I also don't get is how, I mean, does no one just like check like, right, no one checked. They had to go to this place. Okay, the other thing is, I was listening to Girls Gotta Eat podcast this morning, and Raina was talking about how, obviously this is pretty common knowledge, but it's not something that I thought about. And she said that whenever there's anything like that, any type of event that the president or some high-profile politician is going to be there, they go there ahead of time, and they, like, do a sweep. They, like, make sure it's secure. They check all this stuff to make sure, like, there's not going to be any issues, that person's going to be safe and protected, whatever. So people had to go there beforehand. And they were just like, and they were right, like, this is it, I guess. Is this the place? <laughs> like, it's not like they got the address and they're like, we're headed to the Four Seasons. And it's like, they knew. People had been there before. They can't just like... Yeah, I don't understand that because it's like, did they go to the hotel? And they were like, wait, it's not this one? Or like, they had to type in total landscaping. Right. I don't understand it's, how it, it happened. And then... They had to have sent their like security team there ahead of time to and then, like, sweep the place. For them to <laughs> just be like, I guess we'll just still do it here once they figured it out right. instead of being like we could just get a hotel last minute <laughs> it was we could just do it anywhere else we could even do it in a park that would be better but the they're just like they let's follow, continue yeah. let's follow through on this <laughs> like we made a mistake let's follow they through. doubled down and they were like we're <laughs> no this is what we meant to do for sure <laughs> it's so funny and the best part of it is like the memes and the tweets <laughs> the funniest tweet i saw which i don't know i think i saw this yesterday i think it was the first i saw this tweet that was like the Kim Kardashian one. It was like it took her verbiage from when she posted about going to that island for like what her fortieth uh-huh. birthday. Uh, yeah. And she told everyone like, after quarantining for this many weeks, like, I've decided to bring like my closest circle of people right. to so this island. I could feel normal. Yeah, to like feel normal, and yeah. it was like that same verbiage, but with like Four Seasons Total Landscaping. It's like <laughs> we've decided to bring my closest circle to Four Seasons Total Landscaping just to feel normal for a bit. <laughs> so funny we're gonna post some of these memes on our story because they're hilarious it was the best thing to come out of this besides the fact that biden won and i am living for it i just there's just so much about it it's it's every part of it is funny (laughs) every part of it's funny and you just don't get gold like that that often no and it's getting funnier every second of every day we should do a one-hour special on Total Landscaping. Yeah. This whole situation. We're going to bring in someone from Four Seasons Total Landscaping to be a guest on the podcast and just tell us how this happened. The person that took the call to book it, what we want to know. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what went through your head? Why did you say yes? <laughs> What's the reasoning behind this? <laughs> They're like, we just want to be on national television. Just do, We'll do whatever it takes. We're in a recession. <laughs> yeah. There have been such funny memes on Twitter, so we're going to have to share some of those. I don't know if you've seen the ones on Twitter much, but do you really go on Twitter? Yeah, much? yeah. I redownload my app because I'm a hypocrite. Don't listen to our social media episode. <laughs> and then this one. Either listen to either or. Either one or the other. If you haven't listened to the social media one, don't. Don't. And I'm just kidding. you've already listened to it, stop. This one. Turn it off. Because we're going to be opposite. <laughs> 
but yeah, I have been back on Twitter, and it's hilarious. I'm so glad I got back on. It was a good call for sure. Yeah. So as we mentioned earlier, this episode's going to be on sleep hygiene, which has just been a reoccurring theme, or a re a reoccurring lesson that I just have been trying to learn for the past 15 years of my life, and, but has really come it to a head. It hasn't stuck. It has been really come to a head this past week with the election stuff. I've just been not sleeping very well at all, and we're not talking about just sleep today. It's more like, what are the best practices surrounding mm-hmm. sleep? Certain things you can do to sleep better at night, or to get yeah. on a better sleep schedule which I think is the harder part for you right yeah whereas for you it's like you want to try and get better sleep yeah like I want to sleep through the night and like sleep better and for you it's like I just want to sleep at night (laughs) yeah exactly yeah for me it's like I would like to sleep during the nighttime hours and um so like things surrounding sleep hygiene this includes time you go to sleep the amount of light you get beforehand the temperature that you sleep in physical activity during the day Um, when your melatonin releases, all of it feeds into how good of sleep you're getting or what time you're getting sleep at. And it's really important because it can make your sleep more efficient. You know, maybe you're, maybe you're getting eight hours of sleep, but like Nicole, you wake up halfway through the night every... Yeah. Or like maybe you're in bed for 10 hours or something, but it's like, you can't fall asleep. You wake up for an hour in the middle of the night. Or whatever. I mean, that's my case. Sometimes I'll wake up and just be awake in the middle of the night for like an hour and I can't fall back asleep. Or maybe I get in bed at a certain time and I don't fall asleep for two hours. So I think that would be like, you're not in bed for so long but not sleeping. Like it's more efficient. Like you're in bed for eight hours and you're sleeping for eight hours. Or it's about getting like on a regular sleep schedule. I mean, I think it can be kind of both of those things put together. Like Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. because if, if you have a regular sleep schedule, you can have a regular eating schedule, a regular exercising schedule Mm -hmm. and your body can be more regulated regulated and so then you're more consistent with your moods and your productivity yeah because I know that if I'm like always trying to like if, if I've been sleeping just random times or eating random times my body's always trying to adjust mm-hmm. and so I can't fully be productive sometimes because my body is so focused on figuring out what the fuck's going on yeah like what are you doing to me someone recently just said you have the worst sleep schedule of anyone i've ever met it's true but it hurts <sighs> do you think that i have the worst sleep schedule of anyone you've met? 100 <laughs> percent. <laughs> i've never met anyone i know so <clears throat> i guess if you don't know me let me just break it down for you my sleep schedule is literally all over the place and it's not like oh she's just going through a hard time no i'm actually pretty happy right now <laughs> like things are actually great and my sleep is still just jacked up it's like it's been this way since I was a kid like I've always I've always been a late nighter but then uh starting like maybe high schoolish, definitely had this thing called delayed sleep phase syndrome which it's like your body doesn't release melatonin until much later than other people and I don't get sleepy until early morning but I think that kind of transitioned to something else, which we might, we will probably discuss a little bit more later on. But it's called non twenty four hour sleep wake phase syndrome. There's like sixteen different words involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my circadian rhythm is longer than other people. Every so everyone has a twenty four 
approximately 24. I think it's like exactly like 24.2 hour circadian rhythm. I, mine is longer. I think it's like probably like 25. Mm -hmm. So I'm not normal. But okay, the thing is that I just learned about this disorder yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also a hypochondriac. So we're making huge strides. Yeah. So what does it say are like the... But I just want to say... Um, the disorder that I think that I have, it's not confirmed, so I don't want to diagnose myself, although I do every single day. Just go on WebMD and be like, what do I have today? Yeah. But the, the only reason I'm like really sure is because I genuinely have never met anyone as bad as me. It's I haven't like, either. It's basically, I've never been able to, it's not even like I go to sleep late. It's not even like, oh, I'm, I go to sleep at 5 a.m. every night. Like, that would be awesome if I just like went to sleep in the early morning every single night. And, like, night. slept eight hours. Yeah, and slept eight hours. And I I do usually sleep eight hours. A lot of times I'll sleep 12 hours plus if no one's – if I don't have anything to do, which is horrifying. Like, I'll sleep for, like, four hours for, like, four nights in a row, not even nights, days. Like, I'll, I'll sleep, like, like 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. for, like, three night, three days in a row. And then I'll be like, all right, well, this is not sustainable, so then I'll sleep, like – 5 a.m. to I don't know whatever eight hours is I can't do math I didn't sleep well (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sleep last night my brain is not working Um, and it'll just like go through these weird like phases which when I was reading about it that's what was happening with this person is that because their circadian rhythm is an hour off their sleep schedule is adjusted every few nights because it gets like an hour later every single night which happens to me like even if I go to sleep at like if I'm like okay I'm gonna go to sleep at early tonight at like 9 p.m the next night I'll go to sleep at 10 the next night I'll go to sleep at 11 and, and then it just keeps getting later yeah. and later mm-hmm. and this person they would have so much trouble in school and it just I just was like oh my god yes like I almost failed out of high school because of this because I had to get both my first periods off so that I could get to school on time because mm-hmm. I couldn't wake up and during my lunch breaks and sometimes I would skip class to go sleep in my car that's so crazy because you weren't sleeping at night yeah sometimes I was sometimes I would sleep at night and it would be fine but then sometimes it's like I wouldn't sleep at all during the night and then I'd wake up and go to class and then skip some of my classes to go sleep in my car I was just so tired and these people have horrible social lives and grades and stuff because they can't go to sleep like a normal person and um it has been known to cause depression and mental illness in general but since i've been unemployed and been able to pretty much sleep whenever i want to whenever my body wants me to i've been really good like i haven't felt depressed at all lately i haven't felt depressed in months and when i had a job that was a nine to six job i was miserable and part of it was the job itself, but a huge part of it was I had to go to sleep at a certain time in order to get it eight hours, and my body just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I would stay up all night sometimes and be completely tired. I would sometimes go to sleep at like 7 p.m. and wake up at like 3 a.m. and just stay up the rest of the day and then go to sleep again. So it's obviously the amount of sleep you're getting that's affecting your mental health, but yeah, say when you had the job and if you were able to get a regular amount of sleep every night do you think you would have felt better I mean besides the fact that like you weren't feeling fulfilled at the job but like just in terms of sleep do you think it's about how much sleep you get or do you think it's about like when you're getting to sleep or like 
you know, at night, if you're like, I'm just not tired, so I'm just going to stay up, that feels better to you than being like, I'm going to try to force myself to sleep because then you're maybe stressed or yeah. whatever because you're like, I have to sleep right now. Yeah, Whereas if forcing you're like, myself to go to sleep is, is never, never worked for yeah. me. Yeah. Because I even remember like when we lived together, this it, it's not like this is something that's new. Like that was always right. how you were. I would go to bed. I didn't even go to bed that early, but I would wake up and like get would, up to go to the I bathroom or something sleep. and you would yeah. just be like up. Yeah. Like, all the lights were on and you would yeah, just be, like, new. doing stuff. Yeah, it's not like it's anything new. It's always... And I was like that in like high that. school and I was, I'm was i like that now. Like, I've been like this for probably, like, 15 years. So, it's like... And I actually do not have insomnia, really. Like, sometimes yeah, I do. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, it's not yeah. really insomnia. It's not really because... It's like a reverse, like, yeah. circadian rhythm or something. Yeah, and um, it's only insomnia if I make myself go to sleep at a normal time if i'm and like then you're restless yeah, and yeah. you're like i'm not tired exactly and it's not insomnia like i never wake up through the night i think i've woken up through the night to go to the bathroom maybe like three times in my life oh my when God. i'm as, when i'm asleep I'm i get asleep. up three times every single night yeah like <laughs> I, don't, I don't have trouble staying asleep i don't even have trouble falling asleep if i'm tired when i go to sleep it's just that you're just like not tired at i'm night. just not tired sometimes i am if the circadian rhythm of the week allows that and okay, the funniest part is that with this disorder, it's extremely rare. It's super rare. Well, which yeah, is, I've never yeah, heard of it. Yeah, and or I don't know like, any. I don't know anyone who has it. And I thought I had delayed sleep phase syndrome for a really long time. And it can you can have that, and then it progresses into this. But it's funny because most people who have this are blind. Like seventy percent of people who have this that makes disorder sense. is blind. Are yeah, blind. that makes sense yeah. because. They're not waking up with the sun. Yeah. They're not falling asleep when it's dark. Like, they don't get... They don't have any light coming in. So, circadian rhythm is based on light. Mm. And so, like, when it gets dark outside, but your body... That's what actually what I... I was reading something, and it's... It is dictated by light a lot, but this one guy locked himself in a bunker and tried to, like, with no sun or anything, and tried to do a 28-hour um, rhythm, and he couldn't. He still stuck to 24 our circadian oh, rhythm is, okay. is literally ingrained in us as like 24 and not hours even, and not even humans all animals all plants all bacteria but it has to do with the revolution of the earth like how long yeah. it takes the earth to do one revolution yeah i mean so it makes natural sense. circadian rhythm at least i know for humans it's 24.2 so it's like yeah a little bit longer but i don't know it's just i think it's crazy that all life like the circadian rhythm is ingrained in the idea of life itself, I, which I think is very interesting that yeah. out of everything, yeah. I do not have the right one. And if you think about, <laughs> you're like, out of all those things, I'm the one with the problem. If you think about even bacteria, they're like, whatever that bacteria is in or like a part of, that if it's part of a living thing, that living thing yeah. is running on a circadian rhythm. So no, it all I, yeah, like syncs totally right. up, you know. Yeah. So that makes it makes sense, but it is yeah, I crazy. I think it's like maybe bacteria, especially like gut bacteria, is probably mm-hmm. involved in releasing melatonin. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would make sense that that bacteria would be also on the circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's like a few environmental cues, and they include light, eating, physical activity, and temperature. So it makes sense why eating would important with that if it is bacteria yeah based and then also light obviously 
And those are all part of the circadian rhythm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say that your eating habits are off too? Like the t- yeah. obviously the times yeah. you eat are going to be different. Oh, I eat dinner. Last night I ate dinner at 1 a.m. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's so crazy because I was I remember when I went to Iceland, we were taking basically a red eye. Like mm-hmm. we left at um, 5 p.m. Colorado time, and we got in at midnight Colorado time, but it was 6 a.m. in Iceland. And so we just had to stay up because we just wanted to beat the jet lag and like not not have to deal with it. And that day was like horrible just because we felt so terrible from being so tired. And so I remember before we went on the trip, I was looking up ways to like beat jet lag because we just didn't want to really have to deal with it the, the whole trip or anything. So one of the things was don't eat anything between dinner and breakfast of the local time that you're going to that way you can start to adapt oh that makes sense that makes more sense yeah Yeah. you want to adjust yeah yeah so we're trying so we were trying to adjust i obviously didn't do that because i have a lot of anxiety around food but it makes sense like if you eat in the middle of the night remember when we lived together yeah i would always get up and eat in the night because of like my food anxiety i would get up and have a bowl of cereal in the middle of the night like almost every night (laughs) yeah it was wild it was so weird and because i did that my body thought that that was a time that i needed to eat and so every night i would wake up and be hungry then and it does put your body on a weird schedule so maybe the fact that you eat at so many different times could affect that it's it's hard it's like a catch-22 because it's like i eat when i'm awake but i'm never awake at the same time right that's what i'm saying so it's it's like i always thought it's like okay, if I get my sleep schedule on track, I can get my eating schedule on track. But it's like they're connected and I need to fix one of them, but I can't fix either of them because the other one's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to understand what drives the circadian rhythm. I think like when I looked at it, it's like all the things your body responds to and all these environmental cues for your circadian rhythm, all of them were jacked up for me. So like temperature... Mm-hmm. you're supposed to sleep in kind of a cooler temperature like 65 ish yeah that's how i always sleep i turn it way down i way down. i have a space heater and i turn it up to 90 oh no <laughs> no i like to be warm and cozy no um i turn it off before i go to sleep and it's probably like a solid like 75 in there so there's that and then physical activity my physical activity is extremely sporadic and not on a schedule but at a time when I was sleeping better and like more consistently I was working out every single day and would be so tired at night because of it right now though I'm having such a hard time exercising on a schedule because my sleep schedule is so jacked up that I can't exercise at four in the morning and so I so I don't exercise sometimes so my thought is that if you could get a few of these things on a regular schedule do you think your sleep would sort of follow suit um yeah i think especially and so eating was one of them and especially light so here's something that's even crazier i can sleep and at the lightest part of the day with my curtains open with construction going that is i did it today shocking yeah that's insane but because i do that now my body is like light is fine to sleep in right it doesn't like yeah. it, you've be, you've built up almost like a tolerance to it like yeah, i cannot exactly I mean, so I'm, I'm like basically nocturnal because my body's also like when it's dark it's fine to stay awake right if i'm really tired i can sleep with like the lights on or something i'll fall asleep like in the middle of the day but you can't <laughs> do that consistently 
no, no, I can't like, no, it's not something I wake up or like, even if a bright light turns on, like I'll wake up sometimes. When you are exposed to a bright light in the evening, it can delay your melatonin release for up to two hours. That's crazy. I don't know how long you have to look at the light for it to do that. I'm, it might depend on it. Like maybe if you like look at a bright light for like, I don't know, half an hour, 20 minutes, it'll extend it for up to two hours or whatever. Maybe if you just like glance at your phone, I'm sure it's not two hours, but it prolongs the release of melatonin. And my screen time is obviously horrible mm-hmm. and it's bright outside when I go to sleep. Yeah, so, so your body has like no problem with that. Yeah, it has no problem, but it when the m- melatonin releases, I have no control over that. It's a chronic condition, so it's like something that I'll probably always struggle with, but it's not hopeless. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so at all. It, it's just... I am extremely susceptible to light. Like, more than other people, light will keep me awake. So if I were to, like, not look at any screens or any light after, like, 9 p.m., and I would be able to get on a regular schedule. And if in the morning I open the curtains and take in as much sunlight as possible, uh, I could probably be on a regular schedule. And, like, wake up and be awake for the day. Yeah. So... Do you think that right now, like, because you were saying when you had a job, it was like, you didn't really like the job, you were depressed, like, it was just not really a good time to try to get on a really good sleep schedule, even though it was probably more normal then, it was not, like, you didn't feel very good because you weren't getting a lot of sleep. Do you think maybe right now, while you're unemployed, like, maybe now is the best time for you to try to get on a regular sleep schedule, or, like, try to, like I was saying, maybe implement some of these, like, other scheduled things because right now sleep feels like really out of your control but like maybe some things that are in your control are like what times of days that you eat or what time of day you work out and like make that the same every day while you have all this extra free time and then the sleep will kind of follow suit and you won't have to do it while you're in a really low depression like you're in a really low place yeah with a lot of depression or something because obviously that's like as we know, these mental health issues like aren't probably really going to go away. But while it's like not that bad, I feel like you have to like for me when my anxiety is not that bad, I'm always like, okay, I need to like put some practices into place yeah, that like so that make this if better. If it comes back, I can. I like yeah, like I, I still have do. these things. Yeah. And so maybe now is like the best time, which obviously like but this is what you're doing. So, like, you're working so on it. I was diagnosed with dysthymia, which is uh, chronic depression, mm-hmm. chronic mild depression, which so I, I've been depressed for, you know, since high school. And I've had this problem since high school, the sleeping problem. And there's, like, an indicator to me that maybe I actually don't have dysthymia. And maybe it's just that it's that my sleep has been so fucked up that it's environmental and social factors. Like, it's also that I'm very ashamed of my sleeping patterns because... Like, like I said, they're super rare and I don't know anyone who is like this. And yeah, so you feel like what's what's wrong with me like I yeah feel there's something alone. wrong with me um people like think that I'm lazy because I'm sleeping in the middle of the day well I'm I'm not lazy like you're I, like I'm just tired I have a lot right of now. ambition is, yeah, yeah I just my melatonin is releasing like this is my 12 a.m yeah every day. I was gonna say because I was looking at this study that is like that was about something called short sleep duration and basically oh, I saw that too yeah like basically yeah. if you have short sleep duration it's like defined by seven hours or less of sleep in a 24-hour period right multiple times yeah so you, like it's like you take a bunch of naps 
the weirdest part about this study, which is just, this is like a side note, but the East Coast has more short sleep duration, like a, per- a higher percentage of that than like the West Coast. Oh, besides California. that is kind of interesting. Isn't that weird? It's like the further yeah. East you went, the darker the like color got and the darker the color was, was like a higher percentage. I feel like, I wonder if that's connected to their work habits because I feel like Maybe. people on the but East Coast about, like, work so much, like their work is more important to them. But think about like in the South. It was even like that in the South, like oh, really? Florida, Georgia. Yeah, that Alabama, is weird. Those. That's so weird. I don't, yeah, I don't that's know. That's weird. I don't know. That was just an interesting fact I found. So because you've discovered that what, what you possibly have is the non 24 hour sleep syndrome whatever (laughs) there's too many words in in the syndrome um what can you do to start getting yourself on a better sleep schedule or like what does it say yeah so when i looked it up it was setting a regular bedtime so like every night being like i'm going to sleep at this time and starting start to get ready um because i feel like bedtime routine is extremely important Mm -hmm. you know like do you start to get sleepy when you like, I start to, like, kind of feel sleepy when I start doing a bedtime routine. Yeah. It's just sometimes a bedtime routine starts at, like, 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same. Like, I've been, just in the past few months, I've been implementing, like, a morning routine and a night routine. And my night routine, I'm not that good at it, but I really do the same thing every night. Like, I get ready for bed. I turn off all the lights in my apartment except for, like, one lamp. I get totally ready for bed, and then I get in bed, and I'll read for, like, 30 minutes or an hour that just reminds me in the office when Angela's like I usually read 30 minutes of a book and it's lights out by 8 30 that's how I sleep at night because it was like she was cheating on Andy with Dwight yeah no so I will once I start doing that and I get into bed I definitely just like start to feel sleepy but if I get on my phone or start like scrolling or even put on a show on my phone yeah, I definitely melatonin release is delayed is delayed yeah, yeah. because I in the bat the worst thing I do that I really need to get out of the habit of is I have to put on a show to fall asleep. I can't or like a, whatever a video whatever. I cannot fall asleep. But it's not like it, unless I'm so. But it's tired. always like a show that you've seen a million times. So it it's is, like, and so that's like it's what not I something you have to pay attention to. I do a similar thing. I listen to this podcast called Sleep with Me, mm-hmm. and it's just like nonsense stories. Yeah, and, and even that would probably be better because mm-hmm. a you don't have the light. Mm-hmm. B, you're really not having to pay attention. Like, that's solely for falling asleep. And while, like, I do put on shows that I've seen before, and I really don't pay attention, like, I really do just, like, roll over and let it kind of numb my mind until I go to sleep. But overall, I know it's not, like, the healthiest way to fall asleep, and you're not always getting good sleep if there's something, like, playing in the background or if there's light on. And so that's one thing that I'm trying to break. But other than that, I feel like, yes, when I do my nighttime routine like if i'm good about it i definitely just start getting in that headspace like okay i'm gonna go to bed and yeah. i start to get sleepy so that yeah. d- that's definitely a big thing and just saying uh-huh. like i'm gonna go to bed before or at this time i don't want to stay up past this time because i want to get up at this time so for me i'll always be like i don't want to go to bed past 11 30 because i want to get up every day at 7 30 so i always get really stressed if i know i'm not gonna get eight hours of sleep because I just, like, don't feel good. I can't function very well yeah. without it. Yeah. So if I know that I want to get up at a certain time, I will make myself go to bed at a certain time so that I know I'm going to get eight hours. 
and it's and now that I'm unemployed it's like if I stay up till 12 30 I'll change my alarm to 8 30 or something which like isn't great but it also said that meal schedules is really important meal schedules yeah yeah and that's like I mean I obviously eat at pretty much the same times every day yeah, because you wake up at the same time I, every day. Yeah, it's yeah. like I I have like a body's regular hungry at schedule. That day. Like I just eat when my body's hungry and I sleep when my body's tired. And yeah. it's like succumbing to every will of my body is maybe not great for social norms. Yeah, I think it can obviously like affect your social life and yeah, just it totally like does. how you feel about yourself even because for me, if I'm sleeping in really late, now it's not like that big of a deal because I don't have roommates or anything, but if I'm when I had roommates, if I'd be sleeping in really late or like sleeping a lot during the day or whatever it might be, I would feel so much like guilt and anxiety that I'd be like, I need to get up because like yeah. other people are up and what are they thinking of me? And like it sounds like that's kind of how you feel too. I definitely feel like awkward. I don't feel like guilty because this is who I am. So another thing that helped was participate in physical activities in the morning. Okay. Because yeah, that makes sense. It said that. Okay, so you know how I said that bright light uh, delays the exposure of melatonin mm-hmm. for two hours? Bright light in the morning instead of the evening, bright light in the morning can move up the melatonin 30 minutes oh, later on. okay, to like move it up for when it's going to release at night. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, so if I wake up in the morning and I'm immediately exposed to light and I also do physical activity in the morning... Uh, it'll push my bedtime up okay. later on. So, so like if you got, went out and like yeah. went for a walk or something yeah, in the morning. because the stimulation of the senses by either doing like physical activity or like something that's maybe like pretty taxing on the brain, intellectual activity, cold showers, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, it may be helpful to completely wake up your system, which is the opposite of what I do. Like when I wake up, I lay in bed for like half an hour to two hours. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't want to get started on my day. Like I'm either like I'm really tired because I didn't get enough sleep or my body just like is like it's the middle of the day and I feel bad that I'm not doing things and I'll just do something tomorrow, I guess. And mm-hmm. Or like I'll just be depressed, like whatever it is, I just lay in bed. Right. So it's like my body's it's like, like I'm my body's like you're not awake yet. You're just laying in bed. Right. Like yeah. you really still feel tired. And, yeah. when I, and I do that a lot too. Like not, not so much now. I feel like I'm getting into a really good morning routine, which has like really changed my life, not to be dramatic, but it's just like it really does make your day so different just because you get so much done in the morning and then you already feel productive and then you're like, okay, I can do another thing. Like, okay, I did that. I can do yeah. another thing. And then by the time it's the end of the day, you're like, I feel like I did a lot of things. Yeah, like I got a lot done that I needed to do, whatever it might be. And being unemployed, it's really hard to just feel like productive in the day. And so for me, if I get up and I do my morning routine, and I think it could be really interesting to have an episode about like morning routines and night routines. Yeah. And just like once I get up and start doing that stuff and try not to stay on my phone... I do just feel so much more accomplished. Whereas if I lay in bed all morning, which like I definitely do some morning, and then it's like all of a sudden it's 11 a.m. and I've been awake for three hours and just laying in bed. And I'm like, yeah, like uh, I just don't even want to get up now. I just feel like already like I've wasted so much time that like what's even the point? Mm-hmm. But w- but then I have to just change my mind and be like, no, I'm going to get up and just do one thing on my list. And that just like gets the momentum going. And I'm like, okay, I can do the next thing. I can do the next thing. And I was just telling this to Tanner that if you 
like he was just kind of saying that he was he was lacking motivation and i was like i just heard something that chelsea had said and she said that like an object in motion stays in motion and he was like that's just physics i was like okay (laughs) okay she made that up it wasn't but right (laughs) it wasn't newton it was chelsea (laughs) and no but she said that i don't know if it was on her podcast or to me but basically she was just saying like once you do one thing you feel like okay i feel so much more accomplished one thing i can do the next thing Mm -hmm. and of course like this could be a whole episode but that's another thing is like maybe getting up in the morning just doing one thing sets it in motion right and then like maybe you get up and you like go for a walk and then that gets you the light that gets you the physical activity that could be helpful yeah yeah i so like physical activity in the morning like as i guess if you were to do physical activity at night it would maybe delay the release of melatonin as well so yeah i think it could because it could like while it does obviously make you tired, like it, it it exerts your energy. Also working out gets your energy up in the moment mm-hmm. and it like is releasing dopamine and serotonin and all this stuff. And so you're not going to be tired for a yeah. while. So I'm going to start training my body to respond better to light again. Mm-hmm. So earlier I slept, even though it was during the day, I still closed my blinds so it was darker and right when I got up, I opened them um, to like soak in that beautiful, cloudy know, Colorado like it's light. Cloudy today. It's like sunny, like 350, yeah. no, 300, 300 days of the plus year. plus days of the year. In Colorado, and the one day where I'm like, I want to get sun, it's cloudy <laughs> as fuck. Of course. Um, I want to retrain my body to be sensitive to light again. Um, and then I also am starting to wear my I have blue light glasses mm-hmm. and I've been starting to wear them at night now like whenever you're on your yeah phone. whenever I'm on my phone and now I'm honestly just gonna shut off all electronics too yeah after like a certain time as like a normal person what do you do that helps you sleep I so there was a time where I was like having a hard time falling asleep at night I just wasn't tired and I was having a lot of anxiety and all this stuff. So it was because I discovered that I was like in bed all day. Like when it was when we lived together, I would get up and I would only get out of bed to like go to class or go mm-hmm. to work. And any other time I was doing anything, even if I wasn't like in bed in the covers, yeah, I was sitting on my bed either like eating, watching a show, doing my homework, reading, whatever it was that I was doing. And we had a full apartment. It's not right. like, like right now I have a studio and I'm in my bed less. And my bed's, like, in the main part of the room. It's, like, the one place to sit besides the couch. And so we had, like, a full... We had a table. We had a couch. We had all these common areas. And I would just be, like, in my room with the door shut on my bed. Yeah. All the time. I I do that all the time. And so... When I'm not sleeping. And you should just not do that, right? Yeah. Like, like I started... Right when I get up, I make my bed. Like, one of the first things in the morning is I make my bed. So I'm not tempted to, like, get back in it. Especially being unemployed. It's really easy to be like, I'm just gonna get back in bed. It's oh, so that's cozy. a good idea. That's a good idea because whenever I make my bed, I'm like, I don't want to mess it yeah, up. Yeah, I want to mess it up. I don't want to get in it, you know. So I make my bed, and that's a big thing. Late the past like week or so, I've just had such a hard time waking up, probably because I'm like staying up late watching the election, whatever, watching this election results not change. <laughs> and so I get up, and it's cold because I sleep with my apartment so cold. I get up, and I'm like, oh, I just want to get back in bed, like after I pee or whatever. But I'm like, no. So I like brush my teeth open my blinds, make like a lemon water. I'm like so basic and make my bed. <laughs> and then once that's all done and the lights are on and the blinds are open and I'm drinking this water and I'm up, I'm like, okay, well I'm up now. Like I'm just going to stay up. I'm going to start doing my morning routine. I'm already halfway done with it. 
And so I don't get in bed the rest of the day. Sometimes I will like sit in my bed to work on my computer if I'm doing stuff for the podcast or whatever. But really it's just about not being in your bed except for when you're going to sleep because otherwise you associate your bed with like work homework whatever it might be and when i was in high school i would always sit on my bed to do homework i had a full house but you would do it in bed i would just sit on my bed and do homework because it was a comfortable place for me and it was a safe place for me because my anxiety was so bad at the time that i felt like i just wanted to be in bed that felt safe to me it didn't feel like i was gonna have a panic attack there when it would be time to go to bed i would just be like i've been in bed all day like you really feel like that where you're like yeah i just feel like i've been in my bed all day and it's it's not i'm not associating it with sleep anymore yeah so that's a huge one for me it's just not especially not being in your bed like even being on top of the covers is better if you're just like staying there working on uh-huh. a computer or something or like just that's like on like, the edge of the bed or yeah something like that if like sometimes really... i'll like lay across my bed on my stomach and be like on my phone yeah and that's different because the bed's made it doesn't feel like i'm getting in bed right so even just taking like that first step is really good and that's probably been the, one of the most helpful things for me. Other things are just like, I obviously sleep when it's dark and I'm awake when it's light. So like, <laughs> I'm like surprised. That's that's a good one. Okay, Normie. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do have to sleep during the day for some reason, I will wear like an eye mask because I just really can't sleep if it's light out. Other than that, something else I've had to do is just not drink a lot of water before bed. And this is just for me because... I have otherwise I have to get up like multiple times in the night to pee and I used to drink a lot of water because of my anxiety I just had a fear of becoming dehydrated which mm. why and so I would drink a ton of water in a first, in a first world yeah. <laughs> literally like I can get water whenever and I'm yeah. like I don't want to be dehydrated and so I would drink a ton of water at night and then, of course, I'd have to wake up to pee, like, three times in the night. And then I would wake up and I'd drink more water. And it was just, like, really an anxiety thing. That's so and weird because I will chug a whole water bottle to go to sleep so that it'll make me get up in the morning and I still don't. But then in the morning when I wake up, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even walk to the bathroom. I have to go to the You're bathroom like, I have to so pee bad. so bad. I know. Sometimes I'll, like, keep putting it off and putting it off. But I'm like, I just know I'm going to be able to fall back asleep better if I just get up and pee. But lately I've been sleeping, like, I don't usually sleep through the night ever fully like I don't ever just fall asleep and wake up eight hours later that's just like not really something that happens for me ever since I was a kid I wake up every night at 3 a.m which so cool Mm. love that for the witching hour but I would wake up every night at 3 a.m like crying and my mom would be like what what is it and I'd just be like I would just be crying up until I was like seven or eight every night that's wild and now I still wake up at 3 a.m like every night that's wild from me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like that's actually pretty crazy i try to get that under control if i were you um <laughs> you're like uh, maybe you should see a doctor about that it's a little weird maybe you should call a priest because it sounds like <laughs> no it's just weird like my body's always done that i always wake up between like one and four every night i just like wake up and i'm either i either grab my phone and like put a show and back on me. and text yeah. me you're awake i'm bitch. like okay i see jackie's texts i always wake up to so many texts from jackie i know i text her like a hundred times <laughs> but anyway so that's kind of the, some of the things i do i'm trying to think of like i don't take melatonin melatonin will put me to sleep but it will wake me up later in the night i'll wake up and i'll feel really wow. weird just like really off i don't know i can't explain it so i stopped taking that every once in a while if i really can't sleep i'll take benadryl yeah, me which too. I know you do sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, but I like have been trying to stop that because I 
obviously have a very severe nut allergy and I don't want to use my EpiPen. So I don't want to like get, get like a tolerance. Yeah. I don't want to get a tolerance to Benadryl because otherwise I have to use my EpiPen. Yeah. If I've eaten nuts and I don't like, want to stab myself. It's like not the vibe. Stabbing yourself is just not the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> not usually the vibe. Um, <laughs> oh, there was one thing that I saw that to me was very useful. It was like, if you can't fall asleep within like, you know, like half an hour, maybe don't just lay in bed if you don't think you're going to fall asleep soon. Like at night? Yeah. Just like get out of bed and do something like else outside of your bed. And then once you feel tired, go back into your bed. Okay. Because that makes sense. Because then it's, it's the same thing as like, don't just lay in bed during the day or whatever. Yeah. It's like if you're just laying in bed for hours and hours. You're going to get like more yeah. and more frustrated. Yeah, exactly. More frustrated. And that was, that's like the problem with me is like if I forcing myself to go to bed at a certain time i'll just lay in bed and get really frustrated and mm-hmm. then really horny and then and then you're like i can't I fix any of these problems yeah. <laughs> i mean i can fix one of those problems but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was no you're just supposed to get up out of bed do something else like i think a good thing to do would be like maybe go read on like your couch or something like yeah, that like where you're not in do something bed. relaxing or like maybe yoga or something like that yeah Oh, for me, another thing I do to yoga? get so tired is like nighttime yoga. Y- nighttime yoga works so well for me, because actually. It you like have to do the ones that are specifically yeah. for like night. Yeah. Because the, it's pretty low key. Like it's a lot of stretching and like some of it's like kind of hard, I guess. But for the most part, it's really easy. And then at the end, it'll literally just be like, okay, they'll like have you do all these like. And then you just lay down. Poses, and then you just lay down. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Whatever. Yoga? If you do yoga, let me know. There's like some, it's called it's a certain position. It's called like oh. I do a lot of okay, yoga with adrian i do too that's what I, love, I love her. i love yoga with adrian yoga with adrian and boho beautiful boho beautiful is good for like daytime routines she mm-hmm. just like travels all around the world and does yoga in cool places oh that is cool she's so cool her and her I'd husband i probably just honestly just watch her yeah i wouldn't do the yoga corpse pose that's what it's called <laughs> i said dead man <laughs> i am deceased <laughs> that's what it is though you literally just like the challenge of corpse pose. What's the challenge? Even when you like, okay. It doesn't sound challenging to me. <laughs> it's not. Okay, anyway, so we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, Not really, but it feels good to get this off my chest. What? Just, oh, just this whole episode? <laughs> just this whole episode. Because I, I feel like if anyone... I feel like anyone who knows me who's listening to this episode is like, oh, that's what's wrong with this bitch. <laughs> That's what's wrong with her. No, it sounds like it's something that could be fixed, though, like, with small no, it, it little really changes. Can't. I just am even more susceptible to all those things. Like, right. anything that might keep me awake will keep me awake. Right. Even more than other people. Well, it sounds like it's doable, and I'm here to help. We're going to do our morning walks. I'm going to come over here and knock on your door and wake you up, and you're going to have to walk with me to the park. Nicole's the unnamed park. is the best friend that I've <laughs> always wanted. Just someone who wakes me And then we'll up. Eat, when we, we can eat lunch together. Oh, my God. You that, eat lunch? what <laughs> sorry i do not eat lunch i eat like <coughs> i eat like a like a granola bar in the morning and then a thousand calories at night <laughs> my two meals. um yes i eat breakfast lunch and dinner and sometimes a snack oh my god that's pretty so, that's pretty standard <laughs> <laughs> surprise um all right um, a lot of people actually don't eat breakfast but guys it's important we're gonna actually move into a segment about two people who haven't been sleeping a lot lately. Yeah, John King and Steve Kornacki. Who? What? What news channel is Steve Kornacki from? 
Steve Kornacki's from MSNBC. Oh, MSNBC. And then John King from CNN have been reporting on the election for what? 72 hours now? Yeah. With, we, With what we can little, only describe as little to no sleep. Little to no sleep. I think it it's been a Steve constant stream. slept for like two hours. Yeah. And then he was like going to go home, but then he like turned around and he's like, I saw for no one, bitch. <laughs> they just have been going and going and going. It's so insane. And they can do math on like no sleep at all and it's like correct yeah it's i can't just, even it's do not adding math. It, it is adding up it's it is adding up. it's only adding up. <laughs> i was like it's not adding up. actually it is adding up it's so honestly ridiculous. there's these there's so many hilarious memes going around so we posted a bunch of them on our story and then we said which begs the question what's keeping them what going? is keeping i don't know like even i don't know yeah so we're gonna do i have, I have theories and we asked other people for suggestions on what's keeping them awake and they did not deliver we did not get any good answers. Y'all yeah. need to step it up. No one that follows us is funny, apparently. In this, I'm talking to you. You're talking to me. No, I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, you're talking to the listeners. <laughs> if you're funny, you're looking right at me. Now's the time to make yourself heard. We post questions on our Instagram every week, looking for funny answers, and sometimes we get them, and sometimes I we don't. Really start posting them on Twitter, but then I'd you have should. to, I'd have to tell the world that I have a podcast on Twitter, and nobody, no one on Twitter except for this one dude knows that I. Podcast. but think about we could get more listeners and we could get more people we could reach a bigger audience but everyone is so mean on twitter what are they gonna do tell us our podcast is bad i don't care <laughs> give a fuck right. tell us it's bad go ahead that's you know that's fine i feel like instagram people are so fake nice you know right uh so yeah we'll we'll be right back with that segment yeah <laughs> Okay, so we're back for our ending segment. So basically, like we said before, we're going to talk about um, Steve Kornacki and John King. And they have been reporting on the election for, I mean, not now, but at, at they the time. They had reported on it for... For like four days straight. Yeah. they There was like very limited time that they were not on the air reporting the election and... And that was one of the funniest parts. Some of the funniest memes Some came of out of it. the funniest memes. Yeah, yeah, we posted them all on our story. They were hilarious. Just yeah. about. <laughs> you, we, they have not we, been and sleeping. we posted some on the last Instagram post we had, right? Yeah, we did. So yeah. If, if you want to go see any of them, go to our Instagram and look at some of them because they kill me. They're so funny. They're on the yeah. They're on our like second to last post. Second to like most recent post. But we just want to talk about some of the things that are, we had posted the questions, like what's keeping them awake? What's keeping them going? And then the second one was like, what's taking the election so long? At the time that we posted that, the election obviously hadn't been called. Right. So <laughs> I'm going to kick it to you to talk about some of the things that have been keeping, that okay. kept them going. We can, reporting we can go on back and forth. We, so we ourselves came up with a lot of these and if you have any other funny ones please send it to us because i want to laugh so once again we are having to go to the chiropractor because we have been carrying <laughs> the humor of this podcast on our backs the entire time i can't um, believe we had to start this podcast and carry this yeah, podcast we had to start it and now you have to be funny on it <laughs> i'm mean, like where does it outrage where does it end so i'm livid okay <laughs> Um, so what's keeping Steve Kornacki and John King awake? The Bernie meme with a gun behind the camera? <laughs> I'm once again asking you to keep reporting on the election. <laughs> I'm once again asking you to check your math. Check the map. 
check the math. They are, that's all they were doing, was just pointing at their big board. <laughs> Keeping everyone informed on how slow the election was coming together. The, uh, the legalized drugs in Oregon, legalized crack, they got, they got their hands they get on a, that. They got a hold of it. They got a hold of that. They, uh, they were doing that in between takes. Just doing crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that keeps you up, right? What do I, I don't fucking know. Don't Act like you've done crack before. <laughs> cut that out. Um, all right. So what's keeping them awake? Someone has their wife. Wives. I actually just found out that Steve Kornacki is gay, though. Okay. Someone has John King. Is John King married? Is Steve Kornacki married? He, I don't know. I think he's just gay. I think he has a boyfriend. <laughs> I think he's just gay. He's not married. <laughs> Wait, do they have rights yet? Dana Bash. Oh, no. They... <laughs> They damn well better have rights after this election. That might not be it. That might not be it anymore. No one, they're not married. Yeah, no one has their lives. Okay, go ahead. Oh, um, Nutrium Bars from Sweetums. I got that one because the telethon episode of Parks and Rec, Leslie eats like a ton of Nutrium Bars to stay awake and she's like super high on sugar and then she crashes and then she gets back up and she's just like not okay, but she keeps going with this telethon. And that's all she's eating are those bars. And they're just like... Anne? Anne, yeah. It's like, they're just a block of sugar. She, Leslie's like, I don't know what it is in these Nutrium bars that are so good. And it's she's sugar. like, sugar. It's a block of sugar. And then Leslie like hits the door. <laughs> she's like all hyped up. Um, so those. Yeah, that's what I had. Wait, did you have any more? Oh yeah, I have a lot more. Matcha <laughs> injected straight into the bloodstream. <laughs> That's honestly how I start my day. So that's how I start my day. It checks out. This is my favorite one. Nicole didn't like this one, but Lacroix and the asshole. I don't. I don't know how that's keeping anyone awake. (laughs) Lacroix is water. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) It certainly would give you a shock. That's (laughs) exactly. In between takes, (laughs) hit me again. (laughs) I guess. It would wake a person up. I mean. They're both hydrated and tingly. (laughs) Nope. Uh, They are actually six lizards in business casual khakis. (laughs) Everyone was freaking out out at Steve Kornacki's khakis. And they kept being like, get this man some more core khakis. (laughs) That makes sense. That checks out. I didn't see any of this. I didn't see as many Steve Kornacki memes as John John King. No, I only saw Steve Kornacki. Kornacki one and like I thought the perfect the most perfect meme was the one that's like from It's Always Sunny where oh where he's got like the board yeah it's like Charlie and it's like the board and he's like it's like a conspiracy theory like trying to figure it out yeah he like looks all crazed yeah he looks all crazed (laughs) that one's like the perfect has not slept and like it showed like a side by side from that guy to Steve Kornacki and they were wearing the exact same outfit (laughs) How it started, how it's going. <laughs> it is so perfect. Right. Uh, and then the next one, which is what took the election results so long since it's now past yeah, tense. what took them so long to count the ballots? Um, the main one, of course, was that they were making and or reading the memes about themselves. They're like, look at this one. Yeah, you sent about, me that TikTok. Yeah, that video yeah. where he's like, they're just all about us. Look at One these more. He's like, one more, one more. Okay, two more. <laughs> Then we have to start counting again. <laughs> um, my friend Colin wrote in a really funny one. He said, 
The Amish lobby needs to be consulted on all matters of st- of state in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's taken a hot minute but to hear back from them. They don't they don't have phones, so you have to ride a. You know, I mean, I guess you could probably drive a car there, but you know, you I have think to call a meeting. Horses only. You'd have to ride a horse there. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> they don't drive cars. They're not and cars then even on. First, you have to find someone who knows how to ride a horse. <laughs> that alone took forty eight hours. <laughs> None of you know how to ride a horse here. They finally get to the Amish place. They're, they're like, like stop turning, stop turning butter. We have we have things to discuss, and they're like, well, we have to keep turning this butter. Like that's imperative. Like the world doesn't stop. We don't stop our butter churning just because you got a problem, dude. Yeah. And then they finally get into a meeting, and they're like, so Biden, <laughs> and they're like, we're the least progressive people on the earth. <laughs> no. That's not true. They they were for Black Lives Matter. They, That's, and, yeah. And they were like, how did they even hear about this? <laughs> they just know. They didn't need to hear about it. Someone was like, hey, do you guys think Black Lives Matter? And they're like, yeah, of course. No, they've actually been standing out there with those same signs for 30 years. And <laughs> they're like, we started this. Else was doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. So another thing that... I saw a really funny one, a really funny meme about this, and it was like, Kanye actually won Nevada, but they don't know how to tell us. <laughs> that would not, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. It w- I would be shocked, but it wouldn't. I just, Nevada. Kanye's I mean, presidency in general, stupid, but also another one of the funniest parts of this election, I think, because there's like this video of him, and he was like, shaking his leg like nervously and it's like why the fuck are you nervous like you got one percent of the vote like he's like <laughs> it's like waiting he's for like, the I election didn't, i results. didn't get it he no this is before he's waiting for the election results like i don't know what it's gonna be it's really not you and then he tweeted he tweeted a picture of himself that said 2024 i know i was like please don't um love, love the man right but seriously but don't anyway, run for president no don't run for not president. not for us um um yeah and then the, the is this the last one yeah I mean, yeah we could just keep going probably we could we could keep going clearly we have no lack of ideas yeah yeah no shortage of jokes no shortage of jokes <laughs> the last one which is also about nevada is that they were just they were having to go around they were having to find everybody who was pronouncing nevada as nevada which no you did that if you did say that no, you didn't. <laughs> I feel like, like, why are you saying, like, Nevada is just so classy and just Nevada, fuck. <laughs> just Nevada does not A ballot counter that. is coming for you. <laughs> fuck. There were so many people who were like, I did not know how to pronounce Nevada up until now. I thought it's it was Nevada. they've never thought about Nevada for longer than one minute. Yeah. That's like people, people don't just... think about Nevada. Honestly, I bet most people in America don't know that las vegas is in nevada so many people oh my god i just saw this i just saw this video it was horrific it was just americans um they just showed him a map and said name a country on this world map name a country just one country that's all they had to do right mm-hmm. and it's just a map and there were no names most of them were like pointed to like africa and were like africa oh and they were like Africa's a continent. A con- okay. And then they would do the same thing with South America. And then they were like, China's definitely over here somewhere. And they're like, that's Russia. Oh. And they couldn't no. even do. And then t- someone asked this one lady where United States was. 
and she no. was like she was from the u.s she was from the no. u.s and she didn't know no. where it was and then y'all need to said, get educated i'm said, so sorry isn't this they were like isn't this iceland or ireland or something and it was alaska oh dead ass no i okay i have to tell a quick story that i forgot to tell in my life update we didn't really do a life update but when i went to dinner the other night on the night that biden was announced as president elect whatever we had this server and at the end of the meal we were like yeah can we get it split up and then we asked him to split the appetizers like a certain way that was kind of confusing and my friend at the end of the table was like is that okay like is that is that too much work and our server dead ass goes yeah i went to public school i think i can figure it out (laughs) (laughs) and the rest of the night anytime someone asked anything we would be like i went to public school i think i can I'm, i'm pretty sure i can manage and that's the only joke I'll be using for the foreseeable future. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't good. believe so many people didn't know where... I, I'm not, like, a geography expert. There's a lot of places that I probably couldn't point out on a map. But for sure I could point out every state. Yeah. Well, I think it was kind of skewed because... Do you know how you know how we see the map? When we look at, like, a world map, the... North America, South America is always on the left side. Yeah. They showed it on the right side. It was like a reverse map. Yeah. For the U.S. Still. Yeah. Still, it was just it's, like... It, and then they were like... That's hardly when they When they would put... When they would say Africa or South America, they'd be like, well, that's a continent. Could you name a country in that? They couldn't even name one country within oh my God. that continent. I'm like, Brazil? Like, come on. Come on. That's Chile like, is so easy. So easy. On the left, it's so long and skinny. It's, there's, could I name every country in South and, America? Oh, oh my gosh. The worst, the worst one was this guy who was like, I know South Africa is over here. And then he pointed to North Africa. It's like, it's <laughs> literally in the name. Like, it's literally at the south of Africa. I mean, okay. If you can't get that if one, If you can't get no cardinal one. directions, that's on you. <laughs> How do you drive, dude? <laughs> That's horrifying. I was going to say, though. And then you... those people vote. The... I know. That's what I'm saying. But on the topic of pronouncing Nevada wrong, how do you say the state that we live in? Colorado. Colorado. That's right. Yeah. Colorado. What do, wait, what if do you're out here saying Colorado, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Cancel me if you want. It is not Colorado. We don't We don't like those people here. And I know people, they're like, there's an A. How do you say A? It's A, ah, Colorado. And I'm like. It's not. It's not Colorado. It's Colorado. Yeah. That's what it's always been. That's what it'll always be. Do not come for me. Do not at me. It's Colorado. It's, I, we both have lived here our entire our lives. Our entire lives. Yeah. And if you say you're a native you and say you say Colorado. Colorado if no, you say not. Colorado. It doesn't even sound. It honestly it sounds, sounds disgusting. so wrong. Colorado. What is that? Is that like a disease? Like Colorado. Yeah. I'm like no. Colorado. <laughs> and it's people who don't have an accent. If you have an accent, like Midwestern <laughs> yeah, or that's Southern, I or mean, whatever. you just say things weird. We we've accepted that. Right. But it's the same people that are saying Nevada. Yes. No. But I'm like, oh, now that A has an ah sound, like Colorado. <laughs> like, oh. Pick a side. <laughs> You <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> California. <laughs> That's how you fucking sound when you say Colorado. Okay? Yeah. God, get the fuck out of here. All right. But, um, yeah, I'm, 
I was really happy about Denver because we had it's the Denver. High- <laughs> Denver. <laughs> I was really happy about Denver because <laughs> we had the highest voter percentage of I think any county in Colorado. No, no, no. Uh, I'm definitely gonna get this fact wrong. Colorado has record-breaking voter turnout in 2020 election. More than 3.2 million ballots have been collected so far for a turnout rate of about 85%. This was on the 4th. <gasps> Once every vote is tallied, Colorado could end up with the highest turnout in the and country. It and it did. That I think it ended up at 86%. But yeah, that's just amazing. Wow. Like, I'm very proud of our Coloradans. Me too. We that's love Denver. Con- <laughs> <laughs> love you, Denver. <laughs> Um, all right, everyone's like, we're done. Please stop saying everything. Yeah, it's every, Jackie's every, bedtime. It's 11 a.m. It's, it's past her bedtime. She should have gone to sleep with No, I'm trying ago. to stay up. Oh, right, right, right. She's trying to get on a regular sleep schedule. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm honestly, I'm genuinely so tired. Poll, yes or no, should I take an Adderall? We're not encouraging that, but... <laughs> we're not encouraging Jackie drugies. has a prescription for her ADHD. It's fine. <laughs> I don't have a prescription for ADHD. I have ADHD. <laughs> No, but that's why you have the prescription. Oh, I think you have a prescription for <laughs> She's it. She's taking ADHD every day. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that prescription. Okay, I think it's time to wrap uh, this up. Anyway, um, well. All right, well, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Love that. We really appreciate you guys uh, listening to us every week. And yeah, please, if you are listening on Apple Podcast and you have a second to leave us a review, uh make it funny and we'll read it on the podcast and it it's something we really appreciate because yeah, it helps us out so yeah. much and so do ratings mm-hmm. yeah if you have a second uh i know or we have a large audience on spotify mm-hmm. so if you listen to this on spotify just relax you don't have any homework yeah just listen all the way to the end okay. yeah yes every uh we looked at our stats and a lot of people aren't listening all the way to the end of the episode and, and the end is the best part the as you can probably best, tell yeah the end you is would the not, very best part yeah you would not have gotten this danver content without it <laughs> but when i say very end of the episode what i mean is like after the outro music oh yeah if you're not listening after the outro music you're doing it wrong that's the fu- we always put in a blooper and i know you guys stop it when you hear the music stop doing that listen to the very end it is always the funniest part of the always the best part you have to listen and if you haven't done that in all the other episodes go back listen to the outro music and beyond okay and beyond (laughs) anyway listen to the blooper yeah yeah well you can find us on instagram at so good so far podcast you can find me at nicole pilgrain you can find me at jackie's attic and we will be back next week we're gonna have a special guest on next week it's a surprise. Um, have you seen that it's thing? a surprise. Like, we're going to have a special guest on, and it's just their buddies. That would be <laughs> yeah. It's just their friend. We're like, we have a very special guest on this week. It's just, like, it's one just of their Jeff friends. or something. I'm like, it's just, no. you know. We're, we're going to have a guest on next week. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we're going to be discussing mental health. Yeah. And. Kanye, you really need this one. <laughs> so we'll see you then. And. This week especially has been so good so so far. far. Thanks, guys. So So good good, so so far. far. (laughs) So sorry. Jackie, pay attention. You got it. I forgot. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do it again? Yeah.